friends, welcome to the podcast. The podcast created to help you awaken, heal, and connect to your truth and your desires as you journey home to you in the midst of motherhood. I'm your host, Angie Schaefer, wife, mom of two teen daughters, intuitive life coach, and Reiki healer, creator of The Awoken Woman, and spiritual joy seeker. Each week, we'll come together and chat just as if we are on my sofa, side by side, sharing sacred space. It is my greatest hope to help other moms by offering insights, interviews, and straight up truth on all things motherhood and womanhood to guide your journey home with a friendly and healing vibe. Our time is now. Let's go. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. So this is the first one coming out this week and I am super excited because what I have in store this week is a few episodes to share with you all about the name change of the podcast and where things are headed within my business, within my life, within all of me. So I am just going to jump right in. Although I am going to give you a little side note, if you hear some chomping in the background, my dogs have decided at this moment that it is the perfect time for them to chew on a bone. So we're just going to try to ignore that if you hear it in the background. I'm sure my husband is going to hate editing this one for me, but we're going to go with it because this is the time I have to share with you what's on my heart. And here it is. I have said this time and time and time again. I have said it on the podcast. I have said it in life around my own kitchen table. I have said it in my therapy office. When you heal, your family heals. And in my life, this most specifically shows up in my relationship with my daughters, within motherhood, and within their relationship with themselves. And so I believe that this is one of the greatest shifts that you can offer, one of the greatest gifts you can offer to your child is to heal. To heal the trauma and the baggage and all the shit that's been following you around and shows up in your everyday life within motherhood, specifically, that we'll talk about today. And This gift is so important because when you heal and they heal, they also get to awaken their own soul. They get to step into freedom and they are ultimately able to freely live the life that they have come here to live. And I believe that for generations before us, it was just passed down that ultimately we lived the life that our parents, our grandparents, our great-grandparents sort of dished out for us. We stayed in the area. We went to college. We did the work that they thought we should do that we were raised to believe was the correct path for us. And this is not against any of those 
grandparents or parents or great-grandparents or aunts and uncles that have impacted our lives in this way, but to say that there's a new way. There's a way to heal and allow your child to show up in the truth of who they are. And I believe we're at the point in life, in this society, where we are opening up more to this being possible. I believe that 20 years ago, it was a rarity to see a parent heal, to even own that there was some way, shape, or form that they were showing up in motherhood that even needed healing, to even you know, own their own shit and how that was coming in to make shifts in their own life for not only their child, but for them. And that now, as the mental health journeys are becoming more and more open, and we have more celebrities and more awareness around everybody's mental health needs, that we're starting to open up and recognize that some of the stuff we're carrying has been in our backpacks for a really long time. And it's heavy. And it's time to heal that shit and put the backpack down. I'm never going to sit on this podcast and tell you that I am like the guru of this. Because here's what I really am. I am a mom a wife, a woman who just simply believes in showing up day after day and awakening her life and setting that example and being that light for others that it's possible. I'm not living your life, so how could I ever be the guru of how to do this in your specific life? I will never be the coach that will say, we're going to do step A, B, C, D, E, and F. And at the end of that, you are going to be healed, awoken, free, at peace, living your best life. Because here's the trick, is that I don't believe there's a step A, B, C, D, E, F that is the same for every one of us. I simply believe that if we show up Among the steps that are for us in our life, in what healing shows up at the top surface, ready to be peeled back and looked at deeper so that we can live more vibrantly and then in turn also gift our children with the freedom to live more vibrantly, then those are the steps for you. And I did this. I didn't follow steps. I did what showed up for me, what layers peeled back and needed to be looked at and sat with and walked through initially for my daughters. I was tired of being the mom who lashed out for really no reason. And like I couldn't even pinpoint why. I was lashing out. Besides, you know, maybe I was a little bit like stressed that day, but like not enough that there should even be a lash out. 
and it was traumatizing and hurtful to my daughters. All these little things, whether it was lash-outs or just controlling, manipulative behaviors that were truly coming from my own fears, my own past, the childhood passed down from generations before me, all pieces of my puzzle, and all in need of being looked at in order to show up as the mother I had dreamt to be so that our relationship had a bond that was unbreakable. And I truly believe that we are the generation of mothers to begin this path and set our children free. I am 43. I have an 18-year-old and a 16-year-old. I believe this begins in the beginning of motherhood. I believe that when you heal and the earlier you begin to heal and awaken and connect to your truth, the more vibrantly your child will live, the closer to their truth. And I'm going to give you a little story about this. So as you know, if you listen in, my oldest is in Florida for college. This is not something we do in my family. We do not go 800 miles away from home. And home has been Pennsylvania since the beginning of us coming to America. Way back. I've looked at the genealogy. We've always been in Pennsylvania. And we don't leave. We stay here. We just love it. And... That was just what we were passed down to believe, right? Like, that's not necessarily the truth for every one of us. And I know in some of the other family tree limbs, some granddaughters and great-granddaughters and whatnot have left the state and moved away. But in my specific limb and my specific tree, we we don't go away from home. But my daughter, she is. And besides missing her like crazy, a lot that came up for me when this was starting to be an obvious that we were going to have to walk through leaving her 800 plus miles away from home to begin a new chapter of her life and also then a new chapter of our own lives as midlife parents, really. And a new chapter for our youngest daughter to live 800 miles away from her sister. When we knew this was coming up, this was something that I started to look at more deeply. How had my control, how had the fear of abandonment that has been in, I believe, the women in my family for generations... How has our anxiety, our mental health, all of it, how has that stemmed to down through the generations and shown up in my life and how I was mothering? And I went to therapy over this and I sat with it and I meditated on it and I slowly began to ground into it enough that I could heal that wound of abandonment and honor 
acknowledge and honor that my daughter wasn't leaving Pennsylvania because she wanted to get far away from me or that she was never going to come home or she wasn't going to miss me or how would I survive without the identity of her her being right here because there's so much about the identity of motherhood that shifts when they go to college. We're not stepping down as moms, but in this age range of 18 and older, we are letting go of the role as we know it. And we are always going to be mom and we're always going to step up and be there when they need us. But it becomes less and less and less that were involved in the daily lives of our children. And so I was letting go of an identity. I was looking straight in the face of my fear of abandonment, my fear of, oops, I screwed up enough when she was young that she wants to go far away from me, my anxiety of her being so far away from home that I couldn't help her if need be. I am the mom who carries so much anxiety about health with me that like her well-being, if something happened to her when she was a little girl, for some reason, I would have to run to the other room and not see her bleeding or not see her crying. Like I would need my husband to reinforce to me that she was okay. And yet I'm so intuitive and I know like when she's not okay, but if it was something that could harm her, I freaked out. And I've ultimately been scared of losing her my entire motherhood journey. But here's the thing. When we awaken to our healing, to our patterns, the cycles handed down to us, when we awaken our soul and we start living and honoring our truth and who we are and our wounds from our past and we heal them and we connect to them and we live a more awoken life, we recognize that their life isn't our life and our life isn't their life and like my life wasn't my mom's life and vice versa. But I believe for generations, we treated our children as such. That like their lives were the, how do I want to say this? Like their lives were the, the same as our lives, the epitome of our lives. Like that we, I, I'm blanking on how exactly I want to say this, but like everything they were, we could we could control, we were involved in. It was a reflection of how we mothered, of how we raised them, of who we were. And it's just not true. And their lives are not our lives to live. And only when you heal, if you have a strong abandonment wound or a strong fear of losing control and many others, when they leave, you will get the carpet swept out from under you. You will begin to feel like you're losing your identity. You will, you'll fight. 
that lashing out will come because you think you're losing them. Those lash outs are part of our control. It doesn't make any logical sense that we would lash out, but don't we always lash out at the ones we love the most? And we lash out because we fear we're going to lose them. And then we lash out because we can't handle what they're telling us. And then we lash out. And then it just goes round and around and around and around. And it has to it, it has to stop through the healing. But we only begin to heal when we decide that we're going to stop living unconsciously and start awakening. We're going to start looking in the mirror and really digging into the truth of what's looking back at us. Why are we showing up in certain patterns? Why are we lashing out? What are we doing? What is it that they're saying that's igniting that fire within us? And where is that coming from? Where does it all stem from in our lives? Is it a pattern that if we sit still, we can see replicated through generations before us? Because when I got still enough, I could see the patterns that I was showing up in also being done, like, say, from my mom to myself or my mom to my sister or my grandmother to my mother or my dad's parents to him. These are all learned patterns. And until we awaken inside, our, we're willing to awaken we just keep going through life unconsciously. But wouldn't you rather live an awoken life? And so I feel like I've gone off on a little bit of a tangent because I was telling you the story about how I have my oldest daughter in Florida, far away from home for college. All true. And this is where I slept, slipped off on the tangent. But what I wanted to share with you about that is her leaving was pulling at my fear of being abandoned, at my loss of control, at my anxieties over her health. And for eight weeks now, surprisingly, because of the healing I have done, number one, she's in college at Flor in Florida. So that was only ever going to happen if I healed. Because I guarantee you, I would have done everything to keep her close to not look at my own wounds would have intentionally hurt her, even if I was unconscious to how that would play out. And this Saturday, she sent me a video of her jumping off of the limb of a tree into water that I'm sure there were alligators. And I later found out the next day that there was apparently a water moccasin that they saw nearby afterwards. So, only because of the work that I've put in to healing my own past and the patterns of generational cycle and trauma in our family, was I able to remain grounded in that. And today I posted it on Reels and I shared my thoughts on how this has come up on my Facebook page to share how truly when we heal, we heal our family. I would have never jumped off a tree limb into an alligator 
spring in Florida when I was 18. My fear of death would have very quickly stopped me from doing that. And she's well aware of my fears of death. Just ask her how it went when she learned how to drive. And every time she drove after leaving the house and how worried I was and if she wasn't home on time, it's triggering. But I grew up in a household where I remember my mom driving my sister and I home from my grandparents and my mom having to call her mother or her mother calling every time after we drove home to ensure that we were home safely. So... For eight weeks, I've gone to bed not always knowing that she's safely in her dorm. For eight weeks, I've lived with her 800 miles away. For eight weeks, I have missed her like crazy. But the peace I get in her smile and knowing that she's living her life as she wishes, which is adventure-seeking, thrilling, independent, through and through, is what now brings me peace. And all of that would have brought me fears, anxiety, abandonment, all the wounds, all the trauma coming up to the surface years ago. That's how we, that's just Until someone in the family is willing to step up and recognize this shit doesn't make sense. Why do I react like this? Why does this bother me? Why why am I getting anxious over this? Until we start asking the questions, you'll just keep moving through unconsciously and the patterns will keep repeating. And it's okay if that's where you are. Because I was there a really long time. And like I said, I'm for almost 44. It was at about 35 when I started recognizing there were things that just didn't make sense to me. My gosh, I see people doing this now in their 20s. I'm so envious because I <laughs> wish I had woken up when I was younger. But I also know that this is my life and this is the path and this is my unfolding. Just like you listening, whether you're at the point of awakening and asking the questions or you're not, it's your unfolding. And I honor that in you. And I think the more we each honor each other in the path that we're in and the steps that we're walking through, until we do that for each other, there's there's harm in comparison and sharing without honoring. Because I honor you for where you're at. It's how I show up as a friend. It's how I show up now as a mother since healing. It's where how I show up in marriage. It's how I show up as a coach, as a healer. It's how I show up in life. I simply show up to guide you and to guide all those around me to live a more awoken life. Whether that means you are in the beginning stages, 
in the middle layers, or you think you've done the work and now something else is coming up, more questions are popping into your mind, more moments of fire within, and you desire to live an awoken life. I'm here. We're here on this earth in this space and time together. And I find that to be an honor. I find that to be amazing. And I just think it's beautiful when lives intertwine and we can help each other walk through from chapter to chapter of life, healing to healing, to be living the awoken life that we will thrive in, that we will feel ignited within and so full of joy and freedom and peace and love. And so with all of that said, this podcast will be shifting into the Awoken Life. My coaching is so much more than motherhood. It's like motherhood, marriage, and magic in your life. How does all of that awaken, heal, and connect so that you get to live as vibrantly as you desire to live? And you get to show up as you desire to show up. Ultimately, healing. Generation upon generation of cycles that are holding you and your daughters and your marriage and your grandchildren all of their lives back. Until it just takes that one person to decide to show up. So I truly hope that as this podcast shifts from the intuitive mother to the awoken life, and as I share more about the programs and the excitement and all that I see as the awoken life and how I'm going to bring that to you and how I want to walk side by side with you to guide you to be a light on the journey, whether it's through listening to the podcast or catching an Instagram post or working one-on-one or possibly into a group program, or offering you a healing that helps you awaken. I cannot wait to touch lives and walk side by side. So stay tuned for more to come, more on The Awoken Life, more on the podcast, and This week, we'll be rolling out some extra episodes to share from the heart what this means for you, what I'm offering, what I'm 
truly here to do and be. And I am, as always, so grateful for you being on this journey with me from the beginning or from the middle or joining right now. Have a wonderful day and I'll see you back here soon. Hey friends, thanks for joining me on this week's podcast. I am so deeply grateful for each and every one of you that has listened in, whether it's your 50th episode or first episode, you taking the time to share this sacred space with me means the world to me and warms my heart. I would love to hear from each and every one of you about what interviews you loved and what you want to hear more of. Drop me a line at Angie at AngieSchaefer.com. On my website, you can also learn more about the programs that I'm offering and the coaching and healings that are also available for each one of you as you journey home to your sacred self. I am thankful for you spending your time with me, and I cannot wait to share another episode with you next week. Have a great day.